Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day. This is the Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. All right, everybody, here we go. It's time for the Monday edition of the Daily 10. After a week's vacation, your friend Matt back again to take you on our 10-minute sports journey together. And we have a lot of ground to cover, including the Braves were baseball's first victims of some of the new rules. Plus, the Hawks got a mighty good one, and it cost them a mighty big price. And Falcon fans need to hear the truth before buying into one of the NFL's laziest myths. All of that coming up, but first, let me remind you we're brought to you by the Rhodes Group. If you are paying too much or don't know what you're paying for your car or home insurance, now's the time to work with an independent local insurance agency like the Rhodes Group. Now, I've worked with the Rhodes Group over the last several years, and they've saved me a ton of money while giving me the best coverage. And those two things are very important for homeowners or insured drivers like you and me. The goal of the Rhodes Group is to save you that money by shopping your home and auto insurance rates, and that's what any great insurance agency is supposed to do. In this case, working with Clayton Rhodes in a local agency, you know you're going to get the best. They're going to shop and consistently be shopping for the best rates at the best coverages for you. You can find out all about this. They've created a landing page for you guys directly, Daily 10 listeners, by going to roads-group.com slash churnoff. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S, roads-group.com slash churnoff. There's a landing page right there. They will get you up to 10 quotes in less than 10 minutes to save you time, aggravation, and money. You can also call them at 678-341-9667. So the Braves began their Grapefruit League season this past Saturday against Boston, and the game itself, the outcome is not important. The way the game ended got all the attention. The game ended in a 6-6 tie, but that really wasn't the story. The Braves scored three runs in the ninth inning, had the bases loaded with two outs and a 3-2 count on Cal Conley, young Brave, who was then called out by the umpire for a clock violation. The new rules were felt right away. Now, Connolly was specifically called out on strikes because he was not alert with the eight-second rule on the pitch clock, according to home plate umpire John Lipka, whatever not alert means. Now, it's spring training. It doesn't matter. They're trying to prove a point. Let everybody know this is how we're going to enforce the rules this season, and that's fine in February. But let's be very clear. The intent of this rule is not to affect the outcome of games. The intent of the rules with the clock is supposed to speed up the game. Again, the umpires were trying to prove a point. In February, it got a lot of attention, and I imagine throughout spring we'll see more of this. But let's be very clear. Fans do not come to baseball games to see a 3-2 count with the bases loaded in the ninth inning ruined because some overzealous umpire wants to show he's enforcing the rules. If this was to happen during the regular season, 
we would lose our minds. And gosh forbid, in the postseason, we would scream bloody murder. Part of the late game drama in baseball is the time between pitches. It is the time that a, a, a hitter has to step out, call time to collect himself, get a deep breath. I'm hopeful that during the regular season and more specifically the postseason, that late in games, players are given some grace, an extra second here, an extra sec- uh, second there, the same thing with the pitchers, to allow a batter to establish himself in the box or allow the pitcher to stop the clock to get a new ball from the catcher. Like anything else in sports, we will adapt, but I'm hoping the umpires are about the spirit of the rules to speed up the game, but to never affect the outcome of the game. Think of other sports where Giannis in the NBA takes more than 10 seconds to shoot a free throw, and we're not going to see that called consistently. The NFL officials on delay of games, they let the play clock hit triple zero, give it a half beat more before throwing a flag. This rule again in February is to get your attention during the regular season and then the postseason. I'm hopeful again, speed the game up, don't affect the outcome of the game. That would be disastrous. Braves did lose yesterday 7-0 to the Yankees in Tampa. Bryce Elder gave up three singles and a grand slam in the first. Braves offense didn't do much. They're back at it today in Northport against the Toronto Blue Jays. Before we talk about the Hawks making their new hire, let me remind you we're brought to you by Atlanta Sports Trips. Atlanta Sports Trips is the first all-inclusive sports travel service created for you, the sports fan of Atlanta and Georgia, to be able to travel on the road to see your favorite teams play, combined with incredible hotel and travel accommodations, four- and five-star resorts, plus cool meet-and-greets, tailgates, awesome tickets, all wrapped into one with our travel coordinators at Atlanta Sports Trips doing all the heavy lifting, and you guys just reap the rewards. We're headed to Brave Spring Training in just a few weeks. We'll be in Clearwater to see the Braves spend a weekend on the beach. We'll go see the Braves and the Pirates. You can still join if you want to get in at atlsportstrips.com. You can hold a room with a $99 deposit. Again, atlsportstrips.com. And we have a very cool Atlanta United announcement on a trip we'll be taking with that announcement coming up later in the week, so look forward to that. All right, the Hawks had their best weekend of the season on the court and off the court. They blew out Cleveland on Friday night, 136-119. Trey Young went off in that game, 34 points and 9 assists. Then the Hawks beat the Nets, 129-127. Yesterday at State Farm on a Trey Young buzzer beater, Trey went off again, had 34 points and 8 assists. So that was the good news on the court. Off the court, the Hawks made it official, hiring Quinn Snyder to take over as head coach. He was given a five-year deal worth $40 million. Now, that's a huge commitment, and it makes Quinn Snyder a top-five paid head coach in the NBA behind only Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr, Doc Rivers, and Eric Spolstra. He'll be introduced to the media today. And we'll find out exactly if he's going to be on the sidelines tomorrow night when the Hawks host the Wizards. It's not often you see the coaching change made in the NBA where somebody from the outside steps in and is on the sidelines during the season. It's happened before, but again, it's it's not something we're used to seeing and something this late in the season with only 21 games to go. But make no mistake, this is an enormous upgrade for the Hawks. Quinn Snyder had a fantastic run in Utah. He maximized every bit of the talent, and that's all you can ask of a coach. 
that was on the Jazz roster. He was there eight years. In his last six seasons, he went to the playoffs all six years. The Jazz in that time had the best winning percentage in the West, third best winning percentage in the NBA. And from a schematic standpoint, Quinn Snyder ran a wonderful operation in Utah. His offense was ranked number one in the NBA his final season there. He had top ten offenses his final three seasons in Utah. His eight seasons overall, the Jazz finished fifth in three-point percentage makes. Three-point percentage attempts, they were sixth. So they do the uh, most important thing right now in the NBA. His teams, anyway, have hit threes and taken a high volume. But more importantly, his defenses were even better. In his eight seasons in Utah, the Jazz finished with the fewest points per game allowed at 102 a night. They also allowed the fifth lowest field goal percentage in the league and 10th lowest three-point percentage. The Hawks have not had a true difference maker on the sideline probably since Mike Budenholzer was here. So Quinn Snyder is an enormous upgrade over Nate McMillan. What he'll mean to the culture, what he'll mean to accountability, what he'll mean to Trey Young, to DeJounte Murray, and maximizing this talent, it's a huge deal. Whether or not you see that this season, he's not going to have any of his, his assistant coaches. There's going to be a getting-to-know-you process with the team. But make no mistake, moving forward, this is the best hire the Hawks could have made, and really the first good thing that's happened to them in a very long time. And it shows you that Quinn Snyder thinks there's a lot here. The backcourt, the talent, uh, and I would also think if he's coming here, he's telling Tony Ressler, if I come to Atlanta, you've got to tell me you're committed to going into the luxury tax. It's the only way you're really going to compete for a championship, and I'm assuming that's part of the deal with Quinn Snyder coming in. We shall see. Hawks back at it tomorrow night with Washington. Before we talk about Falcon fans needing to hear a myth around the NFL that has been pushed for way too long, let me remind you we're brought to you by the Daily Draft. That's my go-to sports bar in downtown Woodstock. If you are looking for the ultimate sports bar experience, let it be at the Daily Draft. If you haven't been to downtown Woodstock, you're missing a great spot. Bars, restaurants, nightlife, great place to grab a drink and walk outside and just enjoy the spring and then into the summer. If you're ready to go get a great bite, watch the biggest games, you should do it at the Daily Draft, a multi-level sports viewing experience where you can get a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, a chef-inspired menu, one of the coolest big screens in Metro Atlanta with a couch five feet in front of it for you to kick your feet up and enjoy. To find out more, go to thedailydraft.net to see the menu. Follow them on their social channels on Facebook and Instagram for all the details. So I noticed a rumor uh, came out from Jeremy Fowler at ESPN that said the Falcons could be interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe it's true, but I don't buy it. I think Arthur Smith is going to want more mobility. But let's say it is true. And the response from the Falcon fan is good. We'd rather go with a cheaper placeholder at the position so we don't end up back in salary cap hell. That's been a theory from Falcon fans, both on social media and folks I've talked to. When the Lamar Jackson rumors have popped up, Matt, we don't want to pay for Lamar. We'll be right back where we were in salary cap hell. And my whole point is that's not true. It's never been true. I saw a really interesting piece written by former Packers president Andrew Brandt, who penned a piece for SI.com, and he wrote, busting the myth that NFL teams can't build Super Bowl contending teams after paying top quarterbacks. It's a lazy narrative, and it's wrong. Now, he goes into depth, and you can read the piece, but I'll give you a quick breakdown. He says, there is a theory out there that continues to have traction, one that makes me shake my head every time I see it, 
or I'm asked about it. And he says it's one that comes from pundits who covered the NFL for years. It's that the NFL team paying market contracts for top quarterbacks either cannot or have a very hard time building a Super Bowl contending team. My unequivocal answer to this is wrong. He finishes by saying, let me be very clear. This idea is a cop-out, a tired excuse, and it's bull bleep. Is that clear enough? He makes the point that every team is flush with cash. Every team can uh, manipulate the cap any which way they choose. And what I said about the Falcons, if they make a trade for Lamar Jackson, that's not going to put them in salary cap hell. The reason they were in salary cap hell before around the big deal with Matt Ryan is they paid the other wrong guys. They paid Devontae Freeman. They paid Robert Alford. They overpaid Desmond Trufant. They overpaid Deion Jones. They kept giving sweeteners to Julio Jones. They kept using Matt Ryan's deal as a credit card. Those were the mistakes. They even give Vic Beasley. Remember, they gave Vic $11 million as a fifth-year option. It wasn't Matt Ryan's deal that put them into salary cap hell. It's what they did around Matt and not making the right choices. Trading for Lamar Jackson will not do anything if you pay him 45 or 50 a year to crush your chances to build a roster around him. It's getting the other five or six expensive contracts right. That's what happened in Thomas Dimitrov's era that they missed. They got the guys wrong. It's a really good piece. Andrew Brandt, again, pended for SI.com. All right, if you guys would subscribe to the pod, and just guarantee you get it each and every day. If you would follow along on the Daily 10 platform, It'll be waiting for you wherever it is you get your pods from Spotify to Apple to Google to Stitcher. You name it, we're available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. I will talk to you later this afternoon in Atlanta on 680 The Fan at 2 o'clock. We're back here tomorrow for the next edition of The Daily Ten. Subscribe to The Daily Ten now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.